0: hello welcome to episode two of daily savage Um, this is a podcast following my own life the life of savage mind i'm a rapper producer audio engineer multi-instrumentalist jazz musician but i'm also uh, a bunch of other things i'm also uh, into the coffee industry and that's something i want to talk about in the future as well um, the Savage, um, the Daily Savage podcast, uh, which is what I decided I'm going to start calling it, Daily Savage, um, It's really a podcast for clarity, a uh, podcast to uh, follow my life as I'm following the journey of uh, pursuing my passion of music and other things in life, um, but my hope is that the podcast also becomes a form of inspiration. Uh, anyone who also wants to follow whatever they love doing, whatever that excites them, that that um, finds that they, that they find joy in. So, if you're out there and you're listening, I really hope uh, my story and uh, the daily uh, Daily Savage podcast can uh, help inspire uh, you to follow your dreams too. Uh, with that being said, um, to leave off from episode one. We uh, were talking about how I graduated high school and talked about a little bit of my uh, background in terms of music there. Um, But I'm gonna leave off uh, from my senior year of high school. So starting the senior year of high school, I started to rap. Um, One of the most iconic things that I can uh, recall and remember that me and my very close homie, Ted the Fisher, uh, we're doing is back in high school, every Wednesday, uh, the rest of the week during summer, or during lunchtime, I would have a club meetings. but every Wednesday was our freestyle Wednesday. So we would shut ourselves off to the band room. My homie brought his fucking small ass Bluetooth speaker before even like JBLs and all of them used to exist. And uh, Bradley would bring all his instrumentals. And we would just fucking spit. I mean, our rhymes were like some were better, his were cool, mine were alright. Like, honestly, I feel like I I sucked. I was ass. I didn't really, I was really new to flowing and coming up with rhymes and rap and lyrics. Um, I mean, I had experience with lyrics, obviously, because I was writing love songs, but in terms of rap and like really like really rap and freestyle i really had no prior experience prior to that Um, i had no prior experience um to that time um so my senior year of high school i was i was really learning the craft and um obviously i could be in tune and i could do and you know stay in time because i was already in music and i was a great active jazz musician at that time but By that, by my senior year, that's when I really started jumping into the rap shit. After I graduated high school, uh, my freshman year of college, I I originally thought I was going to major in music. Um, Then eventually I found out about the infrastructure of um, institutionalized music and education. And I found that there was actually an economic disparity that was correlated with skills. Like, there were a lot of folks who, who had tons and tons of super economic backgrounds, but most of them didn't know how to fucking feel the music, and, like, really, really feel the music. Whereas, like, I didn't have that technical background. I mean, like, I knew at that time, I knew scales, um, I knew basic chords and chord structures, I, I learned a lot playing jazz, but I really didn't know it intuitively the way some of these other students did but i fucking felt that shit i felt it from my heart and i felt i felt how music should sound and 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 the sort of soul that i could play in my music and i really hope that those who listen to my music now um feel the same way Anyways, uh, by the time it w- I finished my first year, I really fucking hated it, and I found a new major. Um, uh, I ended up majoring in rhetoric, and I, three, years, three and a half years later, I uh, graduated with a bachelor's in varsity in rhetoric. Um, but what really got to me was when I took... A summer class on um, music and technology. And that was something that was really interesting for me because I, that was the first time I started producing. Like, I, I dabbled in GarageBand my senior year, but for that summer class, uh, our homework was actually to make beats. And so I was like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna try it. And so, um, for those who've been following me since the the original time, in 2014, 2015, uh, some of the songs, some fans may have heard. And um, they were basic. They were basic, you know, chord structures. I mean, melodically in the chord structures, they were good because I already had that jazz bass line, like I said. But in terms of arrangement and production, it was amateur. You know, I was just getting started. Um, Then I started to learn more and more and... I was really blessed um, in 2016, uh, towards the end of my junior year, when I got to meet my business partner and my co-label mate, um, J-Rap. So J-Rap and I met in t- 2016, and um, we were both co—we uh, were both members of the creative team uh, for Cal's PCN, um, and PCN stands for a Filipino cultural night. And so we were the music, I was the music director and he was a band director, um, one of the co-band directors. And, but for us, we kind of connected similarly. I didn't really know him much, he didn't know me, but we slowly started to get to know each other, um, especially once we started working with each other for the production. But by the end of that production, we were past the ideas of production and we were more interested in like, let's start a group, let's start a collective, right? And that's when Soul Vision was born. Um, Soul Vision, prior to becoming a record label, was more of a music collective and music, like a mini music group. And so him and I were, as we started, we, we were releasing projects and, and working together, performing as a duo. Because we didn't know anyone else who wanted to do it. Or we weren't really in the network where other people were. So we fucking did it ourselves. So him and I would go do hella ton events like charities and open up for like performances and other stuff um to the point where in about a year soul vision became a household name um i guess it wouldn't be a household but like it became a, a a pretty solid name within the community and people started hearing about what our organization was doing and i think that's fucking raw as fuck because as a music organization that was amazing and so at the end of 2016 um, December. Um, and November is when I released, uh, when we released it, but Soul Vision released Flying High, one of our, um, first, uh, mixtapes, um, that was, was to be released, um, as a group, and that shit, that was, it was dope. There were some good songs, um, I mean, I, I, I there are all good songs, cause I'm biased, but, I know there are some songs that, uh, got more attention than others, but, really that was the first step on like okay i'm we we were really solidifying it um what, what's that called a year later i think eventually we released uh, this new uh, track called uh, not track this new mixtape uh, called transition and then eventually um after performing and doing a lot of stuff uh we kind of had to reconfigure and we decided solvision to function as a record label instead and by then j rap had released his because because he was going through his own things but he released his mixtape because and then following that i released soul and from there we got more people involved um and now we're pretty solid you know label we have a few folks that we're working with and um really excited to see where we're gonna head afterwards um and that's kind of That's kind of the background of post-high school for me. Um, I think a lot of it is much deeper, um, but relative to music, um, that's kind of where I headed. And it took a lot of time to really reflect and think about where Soul Vision Records was going and where we wanted Soul Vision to be and even for me to recognize my artists and have savage mind the idea of savage mind was really born in 2015 um and that's the first time i started using that moniker and like started carrying and and, and you know people started following it like ooh savage mind of soul Vision. and like it stuck and people now the brand is like there forever you feel me so really savage mind was was born in 2015 and during that time, I actually, um, I had moved back home and I was commuting to school and um, I was going through a deep depression. Um, I think mental health is extremely important to talk about. And to be as transparent as it can be, I was I was depressed. And there were a lot of things that helped me get through it and a lot of things I learned along the way. But, man, it was tough. But that toughness, I feel like, is what manifested into who Savage Mind, who I am, and what I wanted to accomplish in my story. If that that I wanted to tell via music, and from then on, uh, it's been quite a whirlwind. Um, so from then, uh, that now, now we're here. Um, I released, uh, my newest album, 1995, um, just April 19th. And it's been really a, a whirlwind of support, um, especially considering it's one of the largest body of works that I've dropped. Um, and I'm really excited to see where it goes. Um, i I've, I've, I'm going to continue, you know, collecting, collaborating with other people and doing all these other things. Um, and so I really hope I can grow, um. It's honestly been a blessing, and i I can't be more thankful to all the folks who've been following me and support me ever since uh, with that um I'm gonna end today's daily savage um and so now people know a little bit about where I am and maybe next um next next episode we'll we'll talk about some stuff I like to do and uh Some of the industries I'm involved in, aside from music and uh, where I think music is going to go. So I'll catch y'all later.